topics I want to get to. Um, I haven't talked much about the Gabby Petito case, um, but I'm going to now. Uh, my dad and I were talking about it over the weekend, and we were we were we were having some laughs about it. And I said, and you know, we just we pretty much just said, you know what? Anyone related to this case should be fired. This is pitiful. I mean, it's it's absolutely pitiful how this case was handled. So let we're gonna go over the timeline. Okay. This is from CNN. You know, okay, so you may say I'm biased, it's like, oh, here's a left-leaning source. Here's a left-leaning, here's CNN. A timeline of 22-year-old Gabby Petito's case. This was last updated on Tuesday, October 12th. Okay, so one week ago uh, today, October 12th of this year. Okay. Gabby Petito, the 22-year-old woman whose parents reported, and by the way, I'm, I'll be talking about dates, and then I'll be giving some commentary. Gabby Petito, the 22-year-old woman whose parents reported her missing in early September, died by strangulation. Uh, Dr. Brent Blue Brent Blue announced on Tuesday. Dr. Blue had previously ruled the manner of death a homicide. Petito's remains were found a little more than three weeks ago in an area of Wyoming's uh, Bridger Tenton, Wyoming's Bridger Tenton National Forest. She had been traveling with her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, prior to her disappearance. Laundrie returned to the pair's Northport, Florida home in early September without Petito and refused to talk to authorities, police said. His parents later told police he left home with a backpack on September 14th, but this month said he left a day earlier, September 13th. Okay. Now, now some people... Let me just say this. The... The parents haven't been charged with anything at this point. Do I believe they know where he is? Um, I believe they have a pretty good idea. I personally don't think Brian Laundrie is in the country. Um, this, th- th- this case is an absolute disaster. I mean, this is an absolute disaster. It's absolutely outrageous. Let, let me let's let's just go through this okay so june 2021 petito and laundry embark on a cross-country trip um and uh, at the time uh according to northport police chief todd garrison who refers to laundry as petito's fiance they plan to travel in petito's white ford van to the west coast and visit state and national parks across the western united states garrison says at a news briefing she had been excited to share her journey with her family and others on social media, he says. Quote, she maintained regular contact with her family members during her travels. However, that communication abruptly stopped around the end of August. Um, let me let me say this. Um, ladies, if you, don't have this case make you afraid to travel with your boyfriend on trips, okay? This is, people go on trips all the time. You know, for example, it's like, people go skydiving all the time. If someone dies from skydiving, it's like, oh, don't go skydiving. No, it's just, you know. Be wise, understand that there is a danger aspect, but but live your life, okay? Okay, August 12th. Moab, Utah. Police have an encounter with the couple on August 12th where officers describe them as having, quote, engaged in some sort of altercation, end quote. Although the two are described as getting into a physical fight following an argument, quote, 
Both the male and female reported that they are in love and engaged to be married and desperately didn't wish to see anyone charged with a crime, end quote. A report from Officer Eric Pratt says, At officer's suggestion, the couple separated for the night, according to the report which describes Petito as confused and emotional. Quote, After evaluating the totality of the circumstances, I do not believe the situation escalated to the level of a domestic assault as much as that of, as much as that of a mental health crisis. Um, by the way, they should have uh, just I, I I let me let me just go let me just go on to the to the main part. Okay, I want to talk about the incompetence here. I want to talk about incompetence. Brian Laundry was labeled a person of interest. Now you might be asking, well, 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 what what is a person of interest? What is a person of interest? So here it is. This is from WTHR. Okay. According to U.S. law, person of interest has no legal definition. It's sort of a catch-all term law enforcement can use to describe someone they want to speak with over the course of an investigation. Okay. A suspect, however, is a legal term. A suspect is someone who was formally announced as being under investigation by authorities and is someone they consider suspicious. Okay. So, they said that Brian Laundrie is... Originally, they said, well, he's a person of interest. He's a person of interest. We really, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't really know, uh, you know, we don't know what happened. But they said, you know what? We, 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 we want it, we want it, we, we don't want to label him as a suspect. We just want to say, you know what? He's someone that we're looking into. But a crime has been committed. Here, here's my problem. See, I'm not a police officer, but I, I would look at it this way. Two people went on a trip. Two people went on, they went on a cross-country trip. One person comes back from the trip. The person who comes back from the trip does not want to talk about what happened on the trip. Where's Gabby? No answer. How's Gabby? How's Gabby doing? No answer. Where is she? No answer. Where did you leave her? No answer. Did you break up? No answer. He, no, no discussion. No discussion. It was, it was, I mean, it was just completely absurd. Completely and totally absurd. This dude is a person of interest and, I believe, should be considered a suspect. Now, of course, they didn't have a body at the time. But you look at this and it's like, okay. Um, two people go, one comes back. The one who can, comes back doesn't want to talk about anything. And no one knows where the other person is. This story makes no sense. If I were if I were a detective on this case, I would say, okay, I, I let can if they say, okay, any any comments or questions during during the briefing, I'd say, okay. Why can't we just call this guy a suspect? There's a girl who's there's there's a, there's 
forget forget the sex of the person. There's a person who's missing, and there's only one person who last saw her. And this person doesn't want to say anything. Let's call this person a suspect and treat him as a suspect and keep tabs on him and make sure that he doesn't get away. What how about we how about we watch him? How about we how about we surveil him? How about we monitor him? He just he just slipped right through the cracks. Just right through the cracks. Just right through the cracks. No one knows. What happened? September 1st, Laundry returns to the couple's North Port home where his parents also live on September 1st, according to police. According to an affidavit uh, attached to a search warrant request, a license plate reader shows the vehicle exited Interstate 75 into North Port at 10.26 a.m. Eastern Time. Alright, September 6th, the Laundry family goes to a campground about 75 miles away from their home in early September. September, going on to September 11th. After not being able to get in touch with her, Petito's family, who lives in New York, reports her missing to police in Suffolk County, New York. Northport authorities go to Laundry's home that night and ask to speak to him and his family, but, quote, we were essentially handed the information for their attorney. So what do you... What what uh, what other suspect would there be? Hey man, the uh, 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 Gabby's family is calling. They they don't know where she is. You were the last one to see her. Here here here's my lawyer's here's my lawyer's information. Uh what? No dog. Look, okay m- m- maybe we got off on the wrong foot. Uh I'm 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 uh. I, I, I'm I'm a police officer. Um uh I I I'm with I'm with the Northport authorities and the Petito family has not heard from Gabby. They don't know where she is, she's not there. Uh you were the last one to see her. Um they reported her missing today. And so I'm here today asking you, hey, can you know can you help us out because we, we, we want to find this girl. Yeah, that yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Just just use the card. That that's my lawyer's information. Complete and total foolery. September sixteenth, in a letter read by the Petito family attorney at a news briefing held by police, the missing woman's family begs for Laundry's family to help in the investigation. "Quote, please, if you or your family have any decency left, please tell us where Gabby is located." End quote. Stafford says, "Quote." Tell us if we are even looking in the right place. All we want is for Gabby to come home. Please help us make that happen. End quote. He says Petito's family reached out to Laundry's family earlier in the month for information on Petito's whereabouts, but his family refused to answer. Quote, we haven't been able to sleep or eat and our lives are falling apart. The Petito's family letter adds. September 17th. After several days of both Petito's family and police pleading with Laundry's family to cooperate in the investigation, Laundry's family requests the police come to their home where they share they haven't seen Brian since September 14th. According to Taylor, the police spokesperson, quote, we've been trying all week to talk by his family, to talk to Brian, 
and now they've called us uh, here on Friday. We've gone to the home, and now they're saying, now they haven't seen, they have not seen their son. Taylor tells CNN's Chris Cuomo, it is another twist in this story. Bertolino, the Laundry family attorney, tells CNN, the whereabouts of Brian Laundry are currently unknown. The FBI is currently at the Laundry residence, removing property to assist in locating Brian. As of now, the FBI is now looking for both Gabby and Brian. Local and federal authorities kick off a search for the 23-year-old man. Listen to this. In October, the, the Laundry family attorney told CNN that upon further communication with the FBI, the parents now believe that Brian left to hike on September 13th, not September 14th. If you don't think the parents have something to do with this, you're crazy. Look, man, I don't know where Gabby is. Or what we, what we do. They, I mean, I don't know. We don't know where Brian is. That's what I meant. We know, we know what happened to Gabby. We, we discovered the body, unfortunately. But this entire case was just completely botched. Completely botched. That first encounter where we saw that video of them on the, on the side of the free, on the side of the, the, uh, the, on the side of the road. That should have ended the trip right there. But police did not do their job. They did not do their job. Back to August 12th. Although the two are described as getting into a physical fight following an argument, quote, both the male and female reported that they are in love and engaged to be married and desperately didn't wish to see anyone charged with a crime, end quote. That's from Officer Eric Pratt. I would say, okay, that doesn't matter. I, I, no question you two are in love. Okay? But this, this, this trip is over. Okay? There was assault. She actually, she, con she confessed to hitting him. She confessed to hitting Brian. She said this. Go go back and go back and look at the video. She's like, yeah, you know, sometimes my OCD it just it just it just overwhelms me, and you know, I just I just get really emotional sometimes, and so I hit him. Okay, that's assault, but they didn't care because it's a girl doing it to a guy. So they should have stopped it there, but they didn't want to. They didn't want to. They didn't care. So they said, you know what? You're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna have you separate for the night. The cup. The, the separate for the night. I do not believe this. This is officer Daniel Robbins. All these people should be fired. I do not believe the situation escalated to the level of a domestic assault as much of that of a of a mental health crisis. Imagine being a guy and using that. Imagine you're a guy and you you hit your girl, and then you just say, "Yeah, man, I just, man, I just, I just, I, I had a moment, man. My, you know, my OCD, it just." It was it was pretty crazy, man. I just it was a really bad uh it was it was just a bad moment, man. I just I kinda got overwhelmed. It's it's nothing really. That is not going to work. It's not gonna work. It will not work. And remember, the video is from the twelfth. That's from August twelfth. But it's absurd. It's completely and totally absurd. September 18th, 
Northport police say authorities are conducting a search for laundry at the Carlton Reserve, a nature area with more than 80 miles of hiking trails in Venice, Florida. Roughly 50 law enforcement officers from five local agencies and the FBI are searching for laundry. Taylor, uh, the police spokesperson, uh, says at a news conference, adding laundry has, an, quote, an enormous amount of pressure, quote, on him to provide answers to what's going on. Meanwhile, the FBI announces the agency and its partners are also conducting ground surveys in Grand Teton National Park relevant to Petito's disappearance. The National Park is where Petito is believed to have been before her last communication with her family. September 19th, human remains are discovered, and it was indeed Gabby. Okay. September 20th, the parents of Brian Laundrie are questioned at their home by the FBI. Christopher and Roberta Laundrie are escorted from their home and returned after federal agents executed a search warrant, according to Taylor, the Northport Police spokesperson. Authorities searched the home for hours. Police say they have exhausted search avenues at the nature reserve and the search area has shifted. September 21st, the cause of death remains pending final autopsy results, said the FBI. September 23rd, while authorities continue their search for laundry at the Carlton Reserve, the FBI announces the U.S. District Court of Wyoming issued a federal warrant for him. Really? So even then, even then, so they find, they, they find the body on the 19th. Okay. Full forensic identification has not been completed to confirm 100% that we found Gabby, but her family has been notified of this discovery. It's just, it's, it's, it's totally, totally absurd. They botched this. Are they going to find him? I think it'll be, if they find him, it's going to be a long time. It'll be a long time. They should have kept tabs on this dude. But they didn't. They failed. They should have ended this trip after this incident. Ma'am, you assaulted him. She she admitted to this. She she talked about it, and she you know she's in tears. So you know it's 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 the quote unquote damsel in distress. But she's not really in distress, um, because she you know she's the one who's hitting him. They don't they don't end it there. And they just they just make them they they separate and then that's it, and and here we are. Just 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 pathetic, just pathetic. That's that man. I just I I I I don't like seeing things like that. This this was so preventable. This was so preventable. You have a situation where a dude is missing. Again, it's like O.J. Simpson. It's like, it's, I don't want to compare this to OJ. I kind of do, kind of don't, but I will. OJ Simpson, the whole trial was kind of like, well, did he do it? Everyone and their mother knew OJ did it. I don't care about Johnny Cochran, okay? I don't think he was really that smart. I don't think his team was that smart. Um, I don't think Robert Kardashian was that smart, okay? I, whatever. The, the prosecution was very unorganized. They were unprofessional. They were screwing around. Literally and figuratively. But where you you have a situation where it's like, okay, well who else did this? Who else did this? Your alibi does not add up, OJ. There's no one else who did it. 
you you can you can you can talk about Furman all you want to. But it's like, okay, who did it, OJ? Who did it? Well, it 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 it, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. If it if if it doesn't fit, you have to acquit. Shut your mouth. Probably took him all night to write that one. But it's absurd. It's absurd. Who else did it? Like it's no it's no mystery. This is this is no mystery. You did this. You are the number one and only suspect. Just, just a shame. Just a shame. A girl's dead. A dude's missing. A family's in grief, and then another family is, you know, they're kind of public enemy number one right now. Whatever, man. It, 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 it it's, it's really sad. It's really sad. Okay. Um. What do I want to talk about now? Maxine Waters. Dude, I wish my wife could be as pleasant as Matt. I hope my future wife is just as pleasant as Maxine Waters. I really do. Just as pleasant and just as good looking. Maxine Waters' campaign paid daughter 81000 in uh <laughs> in campaign <laughs> funds. The California Democrat paid $81,650 in campaign funds to her daughter, Karen Waters. The total was paid in 12 payments across several months during fiscal year 2021 for, quote, slate mailer management, end quote, fees and, quote, GOTV, end quote, or get the vote out services. The payments mirror ones the congresswoman made to her daughter last election cycle. She paid her around $240,000 for work under the same labels. More than 212000 uh, in disbursements to Karen were broken down into 26 entries such as, quote, slate mailer management, end quote, uh, expen- office expensive, uh, and canvassing between March 2019 and September 2020. It was previously reported by Fox News that Waters had paid her daughter $74,000 in donor cash through September. Hmm. That's that's nice. That's nice. Is anything is anything going to happen? Nope. Just want just wanted to bring it up because you know, well, why not? Okay. Um last thing that I want to talk about. Um Matt Walsh brought this up on the Daily Wire and he made a great point. And it was a point that I was actually going to get to but he just beat me to the punch. When it comes to when it comes to publishing episodes. So, Nike Jordan boss reveals he murdered an 18-year-old in 1965. So, Larry Miller is a longtime Nike executive, um, and he revealed that uh, 56 years ago, he shot and killed a teenager uh, in West Philadelphia. Mr. Miller served a jail sentence for murder, he says he did not lie about it, but he kept it. He did keep it a secret. Okay, so let me. Here we go. Mr. Miller said he joined the Cedar Avenue gang in West Philadelphia at age 13, quickly changing from a quote a straight A student end quote to drinking uh, and drinking every day. When a friend was killed by a rival gang member, Mr. Miller, then just 16, says he grabbed a 38, got drunk with three friends, and went in search. For uh, of retribution instead of uh, 
Instead, on September 30th, 1965, he fired into the chest of the first person they encountered, 18-year-old Edward White. Quote, that's what makes it even more difficult for me, because it was no reason for it, for it at all. So, let's, let's just break this down. This guy, September, September 30th, 1965, goes out and he commits murder. He kills a random person. He, 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 he wants, he wants revenge. He wants to go retaliate. He wants retribution. But he doesn't do any of those things and he just kills a random person. He just, the first person he sees, he, he kills. It's, it's, you know, not, not to make fun of, you know, gang violence, but it's like with the Hatfields and the McCoys, you know, you have that brawl going on and then, Let's say the Hatfields want revenge, and they go out and they shoot a random person with the last name, you know, a random person of the Jones family. It's like, dude, it's it's the Hatfields versus the McCoys. Go, if you want revenge, go kill a McCoy. Don't kill a Jones. Jones, the Jones have nothing to do with this. So this guy goes out and he kills a random person. He killed out. Larry Miller killed a random person. He, he, now again, he went, he went to prison, did all this, but when we look at people like uh, Tanner Cross, okay, when we look at, when we look at uh, John Gruden, it's unbelievable. John Gruden loses his job. He lost his job. He quit. He was pressured. He was he was he was under a lot of pressure to quit because of some emails that he wrote 10 years ago. John Gruden didn't shoot anybody. He didn't do any gang violence. But this man has now been just completely ostracized from society for putting words in an email that he had, he had the right to say. There's freedom of speech. He had the right to say it. Some words that we may or may not like. Some words that you may think are offensive or not. But that man lost his job for emails, not violence. He lost his job for emails. You look at uh, uh, Tanner Cross or Byron Cross. Why did he lose his job? Well, he didn't want to use preferred pr the preferred pronouns. He opposed preferred pr pronouns. He said, "Look, it's wrong." He said, I'm not going to affirm that a biological boy can be a girl and vice versa. He said, in his reasoning, it goes against his religious beliefs. And then he also said that it's abuse to a child and it's sinning against God. He says, I speak out with love for those who suffer with gender dysphoria. This man lost his job. He lost his job. 
I'm going to say it again. He lost his job. He lost his ability to provide for himself and his loved ones because he didn't want to use preferred pronouns of, of a certain person. I want you to call, I want you to, I want you to say, I want you to use these words when you speak about me. I'm not going to do that. He lost his job. Larry Miller, he, he killed a man. He killed a man at six, at six, I don't, and by the way, people say, well, well, he was a kid when he did it. You know not to kill people when you're 16. That's not something, that's not something your parents have to teach you. Uh, my dad never sat me down on his lap and said, son, don't kill people. Son, don't rape people. There's certain things you don't have to teach your kids. Larry Miller knew it was wrong to kill people, but he did it anyway. And let me, let me, let me be clear. Larry Miller deserves forgiveness. He deserves forgiveness. But what I'm saying is the same point that Matt Walsh made. He said, hey, there's more forgiveness for someone who kills someone than a person who puts mean words in an email. There's more forgiveness for someone who ends, who physically ends a random, innocent dude's life he deserves forgiveness and he, he can keep his job. But the guy who says, you know what? We're going to, if, if, you, if I'm not going to use your preferred pronouns. If, if you're a boy, it's going to be he or him or whatever. If it's a girl, it's going to be she or her. And he lost his job. Do you see the problem with that? People are more offended. People are more bothered with wrong speak than they are with murder. Life is not valued in this country the way it should be. It just isn't. You can, you can try to make an argument that it is. It's not. It's not. It isn't. It just isn't. We kill babies every single day and we don't bat an eye about it. You have idiots like Trevor Noah saying, shout your abortions. Be proud of your abortion. Shout it from the rooftops. You have idiots on the left. Some doctors even say, abortion saves lives. We care more about people's feelings and using preferred pronouns. And, oh, that, that, the, oh, John, those words, those words aren't very nice. So oh, that's, that's, that's anti-gay. Oh, that's racist. Oh, that's. That's, 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 ooh, that's homophobic. Ooh, that's, that's misogynistic. We, 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 we are willing to allow the murderer to keep his job. And we castigate and we remove and we, we ostracize. And we turn people like John Gruden and Byron Cross into social pariahs for wrong speak. You can get more, you, you can be mad at John Gruden. I get it. Byron Cross, this man lost his job for just saying, I'm, look, I'm, we're, I'm not going to do that, pref that preferred pronoun stuff. I respect my children. I love my children. I want the best for each and every one of them. 
but I'm not going to go along with this delusion that they have. Just because they have gender dysphoria does not mean I'm disrespecting them. I care about them. I love them. But I'm not going to go along with their delusion. Gavel comes down. You're fired. His job had to be reinstated by a judge. And then the school appealed the decision by the judge. We don't want him here. Are you serious? We talk about for look at look at look at look at Rachel Kirkconnell. I think it was Rachel Kirkconnell. That girl, she 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 her whole her 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 reputation is is tarnished. They they look at her family, and they, they, because there's a Confederate flag in a picture that she is in, her whole life is turned upside down. And then Chris Harrison has the unmitigated gall to just to to simply say hey maybe we should show her a little grace let's not destroy her life and her family's life he lost his job but larry miller oh he can keep his job he murdered some he can keep his job he killed an innocent person he can he it's okay for him to keep his job it's okay he can put this in a book it's fine that's all right he he can he can be left alone well, you know, people make mistakes. We value words and, 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 and social media posts more than we do life. That is sick and that is twisted. How can you sleep at night? How? Please explain it to me. Explain it to me. How, how can we as a society be okay with murder? We're okay with murder. We, we will kill a baby in a second. And be proud of it and, 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 and preach for more killing, killings of babies. But when it comes to someone saying, you know what? Or Dave Chappelle comes out and makes a joke about transgenders. You want to cancel him. The baby makes a he 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 make he makes some comments at a concert that are that are homophobic, and now he can't get a gig anywhere in the country. He has to he has to go out to Dubai. He has to, he has to, he has to go out of the country to make his living. We care more about words than we 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 care more about feelings. We care more about the LGBTQIA community and specifically their feelings and intersectionality over life. That's a problem. That requires deep, deep self-reflection. If we want to talk about forgiveness, again, I'm all for forgiveness. I am. The Bible preaches it and it's, it's not an easy thing to enact. It's not an easy thing to practice. But I'm going to be real. It's easier to for it, let let me say this. It would be easier for me to forgive someone who made a racial comment. Oh, Dumboris Smith has he's got lips the size of Michelin tires. It's easier to forgive that than it than it would be for me to forgive someone who 
took an innocent life. I, it, it, it really would be. Forgiveness is a beautiful thing. People can change. But here's the problem. It's like, it's like we deem certain... It, 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 it should be the other way. It'd be one thing if we said, you know what, if you murder someone, you don't get a second chance and you're going to be a social pariah forever. That would be one thing. And then if and then if someone were to come out and say, oh, you made a bad comment, that wasn't really nice, but you know, we, we forgive you. That'd be one thing, but it's the opposite. A man comes out and talks about how he killed an innocent person. And he's he's he he's patted on the back for coming out and talking about it. But a man says, you know what, I'm not going to affirm that a biological boy can be a girl and vice versa, and he loses his job. He's not forgiven. He has to go to court. Deep reflection is required on these matters. It's outrageous. We care more about life. Excuse me. We care more about feelings than we do about life. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. You have, you have, you had Samuel Little. He, he claimed, he claimed responsibility for 93, I want to say it was 93 murders. He claimed responsibility for 93 murders and he did not get the death penalty. He had to die in prison. Now, again, he wasn't in prison for, a, you know, once he was sentenced to this, he wasn't in it for, he wasn't in prison for a long time at the end of his life. He did die quickly. But overall, that's a guy was like, okay, you are going to go out and we're going to kill you right now. Like, I slam the gavel down and then 60 seconds from now, you're going to be a dead man. No, he he gets a prison cell. He gets three meals a day. He, 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 gets a, he gets a place to sleep. He gets a place to put his head down. He gets to play cards with the, with the other inmates. He, they get, he, get, he gets to play dominoes. Yeah, your tax dollars go 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 to t- go to make sure that he's taken care of. He claimed responsibility for ninety three murders, and I want to say fifty just just off the top of my head, fifty of them were confirmed to be him. So he's that man was responsible for a a minimum of fifty murders. He ended fifty human lives. He killed fifty people. He did not get the death penalty. Well, you know, it, the, the death penalty, well, you know, we, you know, uh, we, 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 it, it's not very nice. And, you know, um, you know, we, we just want to make sure that we have the right guy. But you'll kill a baby immediately, immediately. And you won't think twice about it. There is something fundamentally wrong with you. You have a sick mind. I don't care if you're a dude. I don't care if you're a girl. I don't care if you're young. I don't care if you're old. If you are okay with that, you have a sick mind. You are sick in the head. If you are okay with that. Well, you know, you know, you know, well, uh, t- John, John Wayne Gacy was in, was in prison for many, for many years. Ted Bundy was in prison for multiple years. 
responsible and we know that they killed multiple people. It was confirmed that they killed multiple people. And what do we do? Well, you know, well, you know, we, we, we just want to make sure that we want to make sure that the justice system is just right. We want to make sure that we have the right person. We, sh- we shouldn't just, you know, be killing people willy nilly. We do it all the time. And they're called babies.